Hello and welcome to the Improve Glasgow show, where we are three personal trainers trying to improve Glasgow's health and fitness one podcast at a time. My name is Coach Lewis and this is Coach Carol. Hi. This is Coach Callum. Good morning. <laughs> and this is Coffee with the Coaches, where we take questions from the Improved Glasgow community and beyond. <laughs> oh, I, just I like felt, that. I know, it just felt like Buzz Lightyear as I was kind of lining that up. Okay, so we've got four questions that we're going to run through. I'll just read the questions out and then we'll just sort of drink coffee and spitball and have a good time. That sound good to you too? Yeah. That sound good with you, dear listener? Yeah. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, question number one is about daily weigh-ins and just yes, no, is that something that you do? Is that something you recommend to people? Uh, let's just sort of chuck it onto the floor and we want to take that. So daily weigh-ins. Can, can I say in future when we say yes or no, can we replace it with yay or nay? Yeah. <laughs> okay, permission granted. Thank you. <laughs> uh, daily weigh-ins, I'll, I'll take the floor. Uh, yeah, daily weigh-ins, they can be useful, but I think you have to take them with a big, uh, big pinch of salt. They can be, funnily enough, salt becomes quite important because <laughs> salt's going to really affect your water intake. And to be honest, weight-wise, you know, Big jumps and fluctuations between each day is going to be really based on water levels primarily, I would say. And inflammation for training, yeah. stuff like yeah. that. Uh, am I not right saying that encourages more water? Yeah, I think more water well. retention and then like proximity to your meals yeah. as well. You've had a big meal the night before. Yeah. Uh, so, so for even like, again, I've mentioned it before, but like, I'm sure Carol will have a experience, you'll have an experience with it with your jiu-jitsu competition as well, but like, you know, you probably, if you've got a real set weight closer to it, you'll see how much it fluctuates. Like nights, I would go to go to sleep at like 87 kilos, wake up in the morning at 85, and you've just managed to sweat throughout your night uh -huh. a silly amount of thingy. I think the bigger the human being, the more, well, I mean, it's quite obvious, but the more water you can lose very quickly uh -huh. just because you hold on to more as well. So it can be quite dramatic, but if daily wins help you keep you a bit accountable, they're useful, but I think weekly, definitely more important. If you're female, you definitely have to be take it with a bigger pinch of salt. Yeah. So I, I don't know, I think I, think I like daily weigh-ins more than weekly weigh-ins because you can account for the fluctuations. Sure. So if you, you can do daily or multiple times a week and then take an average, yeah. and I think that gives you a clearer image rather than just like say Monday to Monday, Sure. in my opinion. Like that's the reason I, I use them personally whenever I diet. Maybe not every day, like just multiple times a week and then take an average. And that's usually when I recommend it to people. What I do think you think, Dev? I would probably say the same as you in terms of a weekly way and it can be quite detrimental to your mood slash um, confidence as well. Like if you only do it once a week and then like, for example, if it's at the weekend, a Sunday morning, one Saturday night, you've had the, you've had the Bev hard and then your weight's like totally off compared to what it was the week before if you didn't have a, a heavy alcohol. Or even totally down as well. Yeah. I often find if I drink alcohol, perhaps it is the salt and dehydration yeah. aspect. Like sometimes you're really light the next day. Yeah, so drink wine, lose yeah. weight. I actually <laughs> I feel like if I've had a few drinks, I always feel like cleaner the next day. Uh -huh. It must be funny. I mean, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's diuretic, just makes you. Uh -huh. Go to the bathroom a lot more. Uh -huh. Break the seal. <laughs> and I think if you are doing daily, or I think if you're weighing yourself in general, you need to be really consistent of when you do it. Yeah. What scales you use? Because scales are hundred percent. Because it's like even I weigh myself at home and then I weigh myself in here, and it's, and so, it's, different. it's so different. Yeah. It's crazy. Could be a McDonald's eh, on the way in here, but. <laughs> 
so what would you do, Calm, if you were if you were trying to lose weight? Would you do daily weigh-ins, weekly weigh-ins? What would your approach be, do you think? Uh, I don't know. It's, it's, I used to do daily weigh-ins, and then I would say that I probably had a bit of a, in my own past, had a negative view of doing it daily because then you become so fixated on mm. it. And then there's a lot of pressure on what happens on that day, even if you understand the process. Uh-huh. But again, I'm maybe in my just because my experience is that doesn't mean that that will be the same for you. Uh-huh. So that's where I would go. And also, I think nowadays, if I looked at it from a, just a purely personal perspective, in terms of weekly weigh-ins, I like to think I wouldn't be attached as much. So I would just go week, 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 and I would look back at it over a longer period of time. So I'd probably look over a month and see how it's progressing, rather than go, oh god, I've failed. Things aren't going well. But Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't say that's necessarily the best way of doing it. I think it's finding what suits you. Uh, I definitely think you're right. You could look at it and be like, all you've had is a really good meal, but you've put in a whole ton of salt, went to your bed with you know half a litre of water in your body and suddenly realise, you know, I've done everything right. I've calorie uh-huh. counted, I've exercised, yeah. and my weight's higher than last Sunday. Something's massively wrong. So there's definitely failings with a weekly weigh-in unless you look at it uh-huh. from a longer period of time just uh-huh. counting it weekly uh-huh. uh, i think i probably would go daily just out of my own like the way my brain would work but i like to see it day to day but i'm not saying that's the way you would go what about you Cara? what do you go for um just now i would probably say i would go daily as well just to get like an average over the course of seven days but then like you were saying as a female especially um it's probably best to look at where you are and your cycle and if you can like if you have a very regular cycle then uh-huh. stick it round about the same time and your cycle whether that's like just before or just after because then that gets you more consistency um so that's if you were doing it every week like if you were doing it every week i mean in terms of looking over maybe like a four to six week period because uh-huh. i know um we've got a few members in here who are like on and body like every single week like why yeah. is this not changed why is this not changed yeah. especially like if you're a female then i would recommend like look at a probably like a six week uh-huh. cycle of this is my starting point and then six weeks later look at it then uh-huh. um but on in terms of just like daily fluctuations i would go Sorry, I would go on the scales like every day and then look at it as an average across the week. Yeah. But same, always in the morning, like once you get up, have a pee, uh, step on the scales. Roughly the same time. Yeah. Before you eat food. Yeah. I think also something we've not touched on has been like the emotional aspect of it. Mm. I think it is worth noting that you don't have to weigh yourself at all. 100%. If yeah. you don't want to. So see if somebody was in that boat, if, if, if a member in the gym didn't want to weigh themselves, what do you think you would give them as a recommendation? What other options do people have? In terms of tracking, just yeah, I get it. so if they say you have a member who wants to lose weight and they want to track your progress without weighing themselves, sure. I mean, again, it's not something I would immediately use because there's definitely fault, there's faults in it, but you know, you could definitely measure measure, <laughs> measure your waistline, measure your waistline, <laughs> uh, or you could, you know, if there's a certain body part that you're kind of trying to work towards, because again, it would depend if it's pure weight loss, it's a bit different, but maybe if uh. you're trying to. You know, build a bit of muscle whilst trying to drop a bit of body fat. You could maybe go for your arms or something or your legs at the same time. But again, another one's look, which I think, to be honest, I would. I feel like a lot of people could probably would be like looking, feeling, uh-huh. and seeing how they look and feel. Because I also think, as you touch on, you know, weight's a really funny thing, and people could become extremely attached to it. And the reality of your weight is that it's only going to change so much. Like I could get down to 0% body fat and I would probably still be about 80 or so kilos. And yet some people will come in with a number 
that yeah. they just, you, as coaches, we kind of understand they are not going to get to that number and you uh-huh. kind of have to deconstruct that and try and get them to be in a, yeah. slowly get to a more positive view of where they're at. So I definitely think how you look in the mirror and then on top of that, how you feel uh-huh. on certain things is a pretty useful go-to. Because I think most people, when they say they want to lose weight, what they don't really care what the scale says. Uh-huh. Like nobody would rather be 70 kilos and feel really bad about their appearance they would rather be 75 or 78 kilos, but feel good about their appearance. So therefore, when somebody comes in looking to lose weight, it's something better to try and have a more detailed, uh, distru- you know, what does that weight mean to you, et cetera, as well. Yeah, I think if you can transfer your goal away from like a weight focus goal towards like a life health yeah. aspect, yeah. like of, like whether it's confidence or being a fit dad, like we spoke about before, or even like, running a 5k or something like that. i think the yeah. more you can get away from five uh, from losing weight the more how powerful it's going to be yeah. perhaps um and i think as well even like an item of clothing like uh-huh. that you've had for however long um that may have fitted you two years previous and now Aye. it's just a wee bit snug Aye. like if you then get to the point where that fits you again or fits you nicer than it did uh-huh. the first time round, then totally why do you need to worry about scale Totally. So just if you got something to Well, I think I was going to think, it's something that's been on my head, to be honest as well, in terms of weight loss. But I think as well as like, sometimes understanding that you can't, and this will sound really strange, you can't affect weight loss. You can only set yourself up to do things that are going to mm. increase the likelihood of that happening. Mm. But there is people that will be in certain situations that physically you just cannot lose any more weight than you're expecting yourself to and therefore you shouldn't let yourself get stressed about where your weight fluctuates but just try and set up the events that you do have control over to get you there so you know if your diet's on point you're exercising as much as you sensibly can you know you're trying to keep your stress levels in a sensible place and you're trying to get good sleep if you cover those bases and your weight's not moving unfortunately you're going to be in a place where it's going to be quite difficult other than taking an axe to your limb to try and get some weight loss. So you just try and control what aspects of your life will get you to that point. But a whole lot of people will lose weight really quickly with some adjustments. And some people will really, really struggle depending on your age, your sex, genetics, etc. Even the stresses you're going through, through in life. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah. Like training good nutrition and sleep, as you say, is going to make you feel better regardless. Yeah. Uh, so like I think that's one thing to have in mind if you are going for a weight goal like you cannot really alter the weight massively you can only do the right things to encourage that to happen essentially Uh Uh so I I know that's a bit wishy-washy but I think it's a good point of view to have whenever you're getting into that perspective I totally totally agree any else to add there Dave um no so just to sum up like daily weigh-ins or multiple times a week if you're going to weigh yourself is most likely beneficial Keep your cycle in mind if you're a female, yeah. and uh, I mean I'm I'm not in that situation, so I don't really <laughs> know to. It's such a subject I don't know too much about, but just factor that in. Yeah. And then there's so many other ways that you can measure your progress apart from the scale, and good food, good exercise, and a healthy sleep routine is going to help you regardless. Yeah. yeah. And you're not your weight. Yeah. You're, you're much more than that. Uh, you're more than just a number on a scale. Okay, so that's question one. Question number two, what are the biggest factors that you as coaches think prevent people from achieving their goals? Okay, I'll, on the floor. I'll kick this off. Oof. I think the biggest thing that stops people is they don't give enough time. They're mm. like, one week in, right, why have, I not, why have I not lost five kilos? Why have I not had a new PB? 
like this is this is rubbish. I was going to say ask me the word there. <laughs> uh, this is rubbish. I'm just going to stop this because it's obviously not working. Like time, time yeah. is your friend in uh-huh. this process, and I think too many people just fall at the first hurdle because it's either too hard or they realise it's actually quite monotonous. It can be quite boring doing the same thing every single day for x number of weeks until you eventually get to where you want to be. So we're just like, nah, this is not for me. Cool. Uh, I just think that probably people aren't a lot of people don't understand what they need to do to get to that perspective and that they would probably have to change who what their view of themselves is and just the way their life is to get to the the nth degree so it's really easy to see like everybody wants the like one percent but and isn't often happy if they don't get to that one percent. As in, like the one percent. So, so one, yeah, one percent results. So only one percent could get. So let's take the example of people looking at like you know, I, I something that crosses my head all the time is like male movie stars. Like every male movie star is basically like a, you know, bodybuilder at this point as well. And a lot of people will look to that and think, oh well, he was a movie star, so you know, and didn't, and when he was mid twenties or early 30s he wasn't ripped and jacked therefore I can get to that point and it's the case of well they've probably got a lot of financial incentive or chemical enhancement lots yeah. of chemical enhancement it's like, and, and, like you've got so much in their corner as well yeah, exactly. contracts so, are worth so much and yeah. so much is on the line yeah so that's their job yeah so I just think that for <clears throat> a lot of people it's probably like their expectations are really 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 high and probably they don't understand that how much their actual life would have to change to get mm. to that yeah. that point uh, in terms of like your job as well like yeah. you know it's it's kind of like me saying i want to be a millionaire or do you want to work 80 hours a week and not see have any friends because you're focusing on it probably not well maybe i don't want to be a millionaire uh, then yeah. so it's little things like that and changing that to more of a fitness perspective as well uh-huh. but and that kind of ties into carol's goal because you could potentially become a millionaire but it might just take you 50 years yeah exactly yeah. Yeah. so it comes to like persistence and patience and like managing expectations, us as coaches, like I think that's probably one of our biggest jobs. Yeah, I'd argue. It's, yeah, I'd say so. Uh-huh. I think, yeah. And it's, it's very common. Like we, we do introductory sessions with trialists when they first come in. And one of the protocols on there is if they want to, they jump on the fancy schmancy scales that we've got. And quite often it's big, lofty goals. And yeah. I think quick progress towards a goal is amazing. And we kind of encourage that. But you need that sort of long-term perspective yeah. to be able to reach any sort of worthwhile goal. I think uh, the best example, like as a PT, um, especially coming from like a one-to-one background, is uh-huh. you get like someone who comes to you as a new client. Uh, right, I'm going on holiday. Remember when we could all go on holidays? <laughs> <laughs> <Sad>. Holiday. Uh, <laughs> I'm going on holiday in three weeks' time, and I've got all uh, of these clothes, bikinis that I need to fit into. Yeah. Like, what can you do for me? It's uh-huh. like, well, you should have been here like a year before uh-huh. because there's like so little time. There's so many, so many parallels as well because it's like that's very similar to like a get rich quick scheme, yeah. as well, isn't it? Uh-huh. Whereas they never end well. No, <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> but if they do, you hear all about it, and then uh, there's loads of books launched from that person, <laughs> and they must be right and they were 100 right and wasn't blind luck. Yeah, I'm seeing a lot of parallels here. <laughs> yeah, so lack of patience, which I, I totally understand because you want results, you want them yesterday, but. You need to be patient with it. Yeah. And everything's sold. You know, we're making parallels, but everything to, is sold that way in life. You know, we're uh-huh. an instant gratification society, if you know what I mean. So uh-huh. that reflects every walk of society, including your health and fitness. Uh-huh. 
So yeah, I feel like you know it's it's not going to happen quickly. Uh, and I think it kind of goes back to the previous thing we were talking about with weighing yourself. It's just like if you can step back and just in, enjoy the process. Yeah. Be patient, as as Cal mentioned, like be willing to not get to that one percent results, but still get amazing results and just give yourself more time to get there. What's the rush? Because realistically, to keep your results, you're going to need to keep exercising anyway. Yeah. You're going to need to keep eating healthy anyway. It's or, also getting the ball rolling as well, and that's probably, you know, we're probably biased to a degree because we'll get people who have mentally made the switch who come to our gym. Uh-huh. But there's probably a, an overwhelming amount of the population that are sat in that, oh, like, I want to make a change, but blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, it's uh, too hard to get out. They don't, like, the, the thought of exercising just seems uh, so strong. Yeah, I don't know what to do. Exactly, yeah. and that's where things, you know, I, the amount of times I tell close pals about walking and I'm like I feel like I'm like it's a so walking society yeah it's so underrated because anybody can do it you know you, and it's such a like manageable put on a jacket get a pair of shoes on go out a wander hey well actually that could be the ball that starts rolling to you getting uh-huh. PBs in a gym in a couple of years and feeling really comfortable in your own skin at the same time uh-huh. it doesn't need to be this massive jump in and chicken red veg and rice every meal out of a box Etc. Etc. Yeah, because training and good nutrition is just meant to enhance your life. It's not yeah. meant to take over it. Yeah. So if you can come at it from that mindset from the start, you're going to be in an amazing position. You happy, happy with that? I'm happy. Yeah, That's good. I'm content. Oh, very, very nice. Okay. So question number three: uh, Very diet or eating the same things every day. So what's the pros and cons of each? Would you believe is a better strategy for weight loss and weight gain? So let's just sort of talk about our diets. Maybe that's a good starting point then. Yeah. Because uh, I know Calum and I are pretty similar. And I think you're pretty similar as well, eh? Yeah. yeah. I think we, I eat the same breakfast almost every day. I've yeah. bacon bread as, as, you, as <laughs> a night of men. Oh, amazing. <laughs> like, so there's always a sourdough in the house. So it's just been <laughs> eggs with veg. So scrambled eggs with veg for it and sourdough with some sriracha. And yeah. I've had that every morning. Yeah. And then I've got my porridge. I have a salad. And then I just change up my dinners every night. That's a kind of, so I'm kind of somewhere in between where I like a bit of variety at night time. However, I'm happy with my breakfast and lunch being pretty similar. As long as it's tasty. Yeah. As long as it's not the chicken, rice and broccoli, plain with no salt. I think I'd be the same. Like breakfast is pretty much the same every single day, except yeah, big massive biscoffs, bowl of porridge. <laughs> unless it's a weekend. Um, you have two bowls. <laughs> Sometimes, <laughs> uh, no pancakes. Pancakes on a Sunday morning, <laughs> so good. Yeah, uh, and then my lunches are pretty much the same every day as well. And then just what like do you do for your lunches. Um, so fun. I'm back on uh, tuna. Like some people are pure anti tuna, some people are right into tuna. Um, but I went through a phase when I. I've never <laughs> seen. I've never seen this debate <laughs> before. <laughs> 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 right into uh-huh. tuna makes it sound like a pure music snob. There's <laughs> Alex tuna earlier, but it wasn't as popular. And then it's become yeah. a bit mainstream. I went through a phase probably about two years ago. Like it always just reminds me of when we were younger. Like, did you ever get like a new cereal and you just wanted that new cereal every time your mum and dad uh, went shopping? Golden nuggets. But then after like two months, you're like, right, I'm bored of this. I want something else. Uh-huh. That's basically my diet. Three variety balls, different tinned fish. Tuna, avocado, and rice was my lunch like every day uh-huh. for a very long time, and then eventually, like, was like, right, I'm going to change this up, have uh-huh. something else. But now I'm back on the the tuna wagon. No. I'm pretty similar as that as well. To be fair, like I'm having the I always say it wrong, gochugang. 
Yeah, Gochu Gang. Gochu Gang. It's a, that's what I'm having just now. Like, and I'm a Gochu Gang. I've got Gochu Gang. Sounds so much better. <laughs> so like, I've just been having that for lunch, like yeah. that with a big salad, or if I've been training a lot that day, like have some rice with that. So I'm very similar. I just eat mostly the same things until I get bored of it and then I change it. And then dinner's probably the same, like the same meals. Not necessarily on the same day, unless it's Friday, Pizza Friday, pizza which Fridays. some of you might be absolutely shocked to hear, <laughs> but that is a thing every Friday. Um, and then, like, most meals are the same. They might just change on the days. Uh-huh. That's pretty much. Well, you yeah, not like a broken record. I'm pretty much the same. Yeah. I, I mean, I might even go one step further. I tend to make pretty much the same meals, like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah. And then probably Friday as well, and then Saturday and Sunday. It's just now it's similar breakfast, always the t- at the same time, similarish lunches. Kind of using up stuff that's still in the fridge because we I tend to do my shopping on Sunday. But Saturday and Sunday night dinners is when it's like that's where the variety comes in as well. And I used to lie to myself all the time and be one of those people that was like, no, I need variety and blah blah blah. And I'm not I say that in a silly accent, and I shouldn't because I know some people will see themselves that way. But I found my life got so much simpler, it's less stress, your shopping's easier, it's cheaper, you can afford to get really good quality ingredients on the things that matter because you know what you have regularly as well. So I'll pay more for things like yogurt because I have it pretty much every day. Yeah. But it is weird when you look back and be like, one of the most expensive things I might have bought in, the, in my shop was <laughs> how much yogurt I consume. Uh-huh. But you know, things like that. So I definitely think if, you've, if your every day is new, and you're thinking like every day, oh, what am I making? What am I making? I would try. And and even if at first you're like, oh, no, I can never make that. You know, oh, no, no, I can never have the same thing every week to week. Like, I think it'd be worth trying to have a similar diet plan and have a kind of menu. I've heard that plenty uh-huh. of times, yeah. both from a fitness and also from a pure self-development style like this is more productive yeah. and i agree in both those fronts it's you know you're from a mental perspective it's so easy what am i making on a monday a chili uh, like, i also yeah, think I'm, even given current times you probably want to limit how many times you go to the shop yeah. and i would actually yeah. say all the time you want to limit how many times you go to the shop because it's a waste of time and i think that's the worst chore um, by a mile i hate a food it. shop man do you oh big time i hate the machines if you need to use a machine well if you use like a self-service oh, right, okay. oh nightmare just gives me flashbacks to scotland <laughs> I, hate, I hate him as well. <laughs> I also think one of the throws just like linking back. If you eat the same things consistently, then it's easier to pinpoint like where something could potentially go wrong. Uh-huh, yeah. Rather than like or small changes you can make. Yeah, exactly. Oddly enough, somebody might be doing a wee uh, post for the Facebook group about weekly shopping this oh, week. So I show yeah, shopping my, trolley. Yeah. Yeah, so that might be a giant so there might be a wee bit more to, to kind of what my thought process is on shopping at the same time as well. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, I definitely think if you've never done it, try and have similar meals. Uh-huh. But the, and the big thing as well that I got told, it sounds so obvious. But somebody once said, well, why don't you try eating things that you enjoy that are healthy? And it sounds really <laughs> stupid. And he was kind of having a go at me. And I was like, that's right. Because I... And, when I used to have to make weight for you know fighting again, like I would always, it was almost like how how bad can I eat to try and like how unhappy can I be about my diet to then warrant this like furious reaction uh-huh. of trying to compete as well, and it almost became a game of like oh you, I'm eating one grain of rice, <laughs> no I'm I'm eating half a grain of whole grain rice if you know what I mean. It became that game, uh, you know, between alpha males trying to be alpha males. Uh, 
And then one time I was like, oh yeah, this journey doesn't need to be terrible. I can eat uh, sensible things that I really like yeah. and finding that. And then it become, doesn't become a chore. So yeah. kind of what we talk about, like my, I love my breakfast. Every day I have the same breakfast. I can be uh, hungover and I'll knock back some big greasy fry up and be like, protein granola, thanks very much. <laughs> I just enjoy having it. So you had your protein granola today? I've already had it. You had your oats today yes. and I had my scrambled eggs and my sourdough. Yeah, so I'm practicing what we preach here. And I think Callum touched on a good point there. Like it, it is just personal preference at the end of the day. So like for weight loss, like as, as long as it's within your calorie target for the day, you might not be tracking your calories, but as long as your weight is coming down or as we spoke about through the first question, if that shirt like shirt collar is fitting you better if that dress is fitting you better then everything's moving in the right direction anyway so you're all good it doesn't matter you don't need to eat clean and eat the same boring foods every single day it's whatever you can stick to for the longest period of time which is going to dictate your results but like this was in regards to weight gain as well uh, so with weight gain i would almost say it's worth eating more variety because it's probably going to be more palatable so you'll probably eat more yeah, I always think, especially when you're trying to gain weight, if you sit down to like massive meal number three or four of the day, by uh -huh. that point, you're just like, this is so much food. So that's where, if it was me, I would bring in a lot more, um, whether it was protein shakes or just like shakes in general with like loads of fruit, like peanut butter, uh -huh. things that are like dense in calories. Yeah. It's also easier to put in your body because it's like a drink rather yeah, than drink just sitting down yeah. and eating. Yeah. Uh -huh. You or just you literally flip. Sorry to interrupt you, but you flip everything. So it's like, don't yeah. drink. You know, if somebody's yeah. weight loss, it's like try not to drink your calories. <laughs> no drink every single calorie. It's like have every meal in liquid form. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's like try, try to have nutrient dense, high fiber foods to fill you up. Like so avoid it. them. You know, go white bread and have a whole loaf with one jar of peanut butter. <laughs> you know, that's that's how. Uh, <laughs> Uh, okay, I think I think we summed up question three great there. So we're going to go into the fourth and final question, which is what do you think is the most important factor that you see in people who have achieved results or are well on their way to achieving their goals? So Carol, what do you think? Consistency. I think um, if people are so consistent with what they do, kind of linking back to what we spoke about um, in the previous question about people just not giving it enough time. Like if you realize that it's going to be a longer process it might take you longer than what you thought initially but if you're consistent with what you do again it can be consistency in your training and your diet and your sleep that I think is going to be and it probably is like when we see in our members like what have you been doing like to get you from where you were to where you are now oh I've just been like going to my bed an hour earlier and getting more sleep I've just uh -huh. been increasing my walks I've been getting outside for more steps it's just consistency across the board on everything uh -huh. like we have a we have a saying in the gym it's like show up sweat and smile and like if you if you just continue to show up like you're going to move your health in the right direction you're going to move as carol mentioned the weights in the right direction as in the lifting weights in the right direction and your actual body weight in the right direction probably just show up be consistent and enjoy the journey that you're on mm -hmm. i think we're, we are also biased because like we, we love coaching as a team together we love the members that we've got we love the gym so it's very easy to, for people to show up here yeah. like they come in they get a free coffee they get used to get a big high 10 at the end of the sessions like it makes showing up easy but if you're like by yourself in a big commercial gym with 
Yeah. Just sweat yeah. in that. They get region. hammered with great chat as well, and then unfortunately exactly. chat to me. <laughs> People, I think, even on like their worst days, you can see when somebody comes in the front door with their head down, and then by the time they've had their session and they leave, it's like uh, that switch has been flipped. Amazing! I love when people say, "Just like I feel better than when I started." Yeah. Yeah. like that is what it's all about, isn't it? 100%. And I think it actually sums up most of what we've spoken about today. Like exercising, good food is about making you feel better than before you done it. Yeah. yeah. I think the only thing I would say is that a lot of people will have the idea of people who have had a lot of success that it's like a linear process, Uh a linear process, and it's just, and I think a lot of them go through the journey of they start really well, get really good results, and then it drops and plateaus and things get tough, but they keep going, and then there's days, and I've got a mental image of it because I was coaching, but one of our female members had never had a pull-up. I'd been feeling a bit like, oh, I've been training and training. I don't think I'm progressing. And the day she said that to me, later that day, I was like, go for it. Let's try a pull-up. She hit two. Never hit a pull-up. So she could, didn't think she could hit one and hit twice what she didn't Aye. think she could hit. And I think that happens. And it's understanding that it's not this perfect, like, oh, amazing. And then next week, oh, even more amazing. And amazing again. Exactly. You know, it goes great. Oh, not so good. Oh, God, I'm not feeling this. And then think after time, as Carol says, uh-huh. the consistency kicks in. Yeah. And suddenly you look back and go, man, I couldn't pick up a 12 and a half. And now I'm putting it above my head 10 times without really breaking much of a sweat. And then yeah. we say, grab the 15. That did look quite easy. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, exactly. Consistency can be. I trained four times last week. This time my work's really busy. I've got issues with my family. having to homeschool my kids. I'm just training once or twice a week for the next few weeks. Yeah. Like they're never falling off the wagon completely. Yeah. Like they're just always doing the best that they can. It's not week to week, like your progress could be month to month. Year to year. Yeah. Dan John, one of the guys that we love, says that you should try and aim to be one pound lighter next year than you were this year. Yeah. Like and that's what it's all about. Yeah. Are you quite happy with that? Yeah. Fabulous. Thank you so much for taking the time and lending your ears uh, to listen to us baboons talking about fitness and exercise. If you have any questions, we would love to answer them. If you could please email them to info at improveglasgow.com. Thank you so much, everybody. Bye.